Peace stars, what's up, man? Sorry for the technical difficulties. We had a, a stream earlier that I accidentally canceled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it happens, man. So anyway, this is this um this is me live, Diony's podcast. As you see at the bottom of the screen, we got stated the York Knicks podcast. He's gonna join us here. We're gonna be talking about uh Mitchell Robinson and his injury, man. So let's um without further ado, because I got I got still um Sliss waiting. Dynamics podcast, you with any stars, Lizzie. Let's get busy. So what's going on, Sliz, man? Sorry, sorry for that that, that little mix up. So man, I'm good, man. I'm just you know looking at uh, the injury report for the Atlanta Hawks, and they got a lot of guys out. So. <laughs> Knicks just Who's out? breaks. Tony Snell is doubtful. Bodon is out. Chris Dunn is out. DeAndre Hunt is out. Rajon Rondo is out. Oh, that's good for us. <laughs> but they, they they still got a, they got a lot of talent over there, man. So they, you know we still got a lot to worry about. They do, but th- th- this a this is a barometer game for me. Like I will I will want the Knicks to win this game. It'll tell me a lot about their season and what type of team they are. Because I'm, I'm tired of having games where we're really supposed to win and then we lose by 20 to Cleveland with no starting backcourt. Like, stupid games like that. Like, games we're supposed to win. We're starting to win them now, though, because we're getting in the midst of the season. So, I guess guys is now finally getting in shape. So, yeah, we'll see. It's looking yeah, good. Man. We, we got we gotta let that on um, that Damian Dotson point guard game go, man. That that, that was rough. Got to forget about it, man. <laughs> I get. It. I still I still kicked the um the air. I still punched the air, you know, for that for that um game too, man. I was like, we should have never lost that game. Nah, never, you know. That was a bad loss. That was a real bad loss. That yeah. was a real well, speaking of punching the air, because I, I totally missed it when um when Mitch hurt his hand. This is the thumbnail for for this pod right here. Um, they got it circled here. Even even with that um that thing highlighted, I still can't really see how he hurt his hand, man. So apparently he swung it down and and um and Julius Randle came in contact with him. Did you see the play? <laughs> Basically, Randle was going like, like yo. I don't want to sound like I'm getting on Randle. But he was going for a rebound. He had no business going for like, like <laughs> he was going for the rebound, rightfully so, because Tibbs, being Tibbs, being the good coach that he is, he's keeping Randall's in these games, letting him stat pad, trying to get him in the All Star game. I respect it, but come on, bro, come on, Randall, you gotta let Mitch get that rebound, bro. But that that it was it was an accident though. Randall elbow came down on on Mitch hand. It like it it was a freak play. I'm glad that was the injury Mitch had, and it wasn't worse, honestly. So I hope we don't see him till like April, like mid April. I would want to see him. This is why I'm kind of glad we signed Nerlens Noel, who's also top ten in the blocks right now in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um. Shout out to Leon Rose for that knowledge the well pickup. Now I see why I like the pickup. I remember early in the season I was complaining about it. I was like, yo, Nerlens trash. He got stone hands, but now I can see the value of having Nerlens Noel because we ain't got no Mitch for a couple of weeks. Um four yeah. to six weeks from what I yeah. read. 
Yeah, we got um Taj Gibson too, man. Thank God we got Taj too. Taj is an active yeah. body. He's been playing pretty good for us. Yeah, yeah. And, and Taj has one of the best plus minuses on the team in, in the last couple of games. And Derrick Rose. Shout out to Derrick Rose. Three. Now, when I complain to you, and I say <laughs> I hate that, right? Yeah, not just to Eight, me, but okay, okay. <laughs> three quality vets, bro. Three quality vets that help with winning. So that's the type of vets that I would like to see. Like I don't like to see Alfred Payton type of vets. Like though I, I the ball hogging even though Alfred has been playing well the last few games. He has been making me eat crow. I have I've been still cringing at his play, but Thibodeau's smart. Thibodeau has been uh He'll play him nine minutes in, like, the first quarter, and then he probably – that man might not see a minute for the next couple – for, like, 15, 20. So, I like what Thibodeau is doing with um, Alfred Payton and Manny Quickly and those boys. But mainly Mitch, his injury, and then picking up Taj, picking up Nerlens in the offseason, great pickups. That was, that was great. So you mean to tell me that you don't miss Wayne Ellington at all? Oh, you don't. You mean you don't. You don't miss uh, vets like that, Wayne Ellington, and what, what's the other uh, bums that we had the last couple of years, man? You don't man, miss none of those guys. Bum. <laughs> like we still got bums currently on the team that I hate watching, but I'm, I'm a stomach it because we still got a top five defense, so I, I can't really complain much about it. Yeah. Well, before we get into that stuff, man, let, let me let me um, share this thing here. I came across a video of this. Um, I don't I don't know what he is a doctor or a physical therapist or whatever, but I mean he actually has a YouTube channel. Let me let me just make sure make sure I get the audio correct with this guy. But um, let me remove that. So uh, anyway, he, he's like a doctor or a physical therapist. I guess we'll find out in a second. Introduce himself. But um, he actually breaks down all injuries um, that happen in the NBA. So you know, not just NBA sports in general. So um, for for people that are that are going to be following this podcast, let's um give him a shout out. This is um what's his name? Uh, Nick Gallo is on um, YouTube channel is Nick Gallo DPT. So he is a you know a personal you know a physical therapist or whatever. So we're gonna we're gonna watch this video actually maybe like the first minute or so, so we could just get a little breakdown of what this um, Mitch injury actually is. You ready for that, Mitch? Um, from um state, you ready for that? Yeah, man, I'm intrigued, man. I, I like when I um I like when I type in the Knicks on YouTube and I just see random videos of other people who puts out Nick content, but it's like positive Nick content or stuff that I really don't know about. Like I, I had another guy, I had a guy on my pod, Scout with Brian, and he had a video about the Knicks offense and how Tibbs unlocked it. So yeah, I'm intrigued, man. Like, let it go. All right, let's let it let's let it rock. New York Knicks center Mitchell Robinson recently went down with a right hand fracture and it just came out that he's scheduled to have surgery next week and he should miss anywhere between four to fifteen. Now on the actual play that Robinson was injured on, we saw him jump up and attempt to block a shot with his left hand, but in doing so, he made contact with Julius Randle with his right hand. And right after that, we saw that he grabbed that hand and he was shaking it out and noticed now, the specific fracture that Robinson is dealing with is something known as a fourth metacarpal fracture. And so, and some people may not be too familiar with this diagnosis. We're going to take a very close look at that in the day today. Welcome, basketball fans. For those of you that aren't familiar with me, my name is Nick Gallo, and I'm a doctor of physical therapy. And with today's video, we're going to take a very close look at that fourth metacarpal fracture that Mitchell Robinson recently suffered against Washington. 
first, I'm going to show the actual plane that Robinson was injured on so that we get a good visualization for his mechanism of injury. Then I'll go over the specific anatomy associated with something known as a fourth metacarpal fracture. And after that, we'll go ahead and we'll look at some potential surgical options and the typical time frame to recovery. If you like today's video. So that's dope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's about cool. to, he's about to get busy. He's about to like you know break it down big time with the video and all that shit. So anyway, th this is um Nick Gallo DPT. You know you can you can just go to his YouTube channel. You can pull up the video yourself and, and watch it at, at your leisure. But um it's, he's gonna get a little long in the tooth. But you know we'll, we'll leave that for you guys to go check it out. So for the for the most part, you know he's he was just gonna play the video, and then um you know just break down what, what it is. But we already said it's a metacarsal, whatever it is, it's going to be like four to four to six weeks, man. So that's a lot of time, a lot of um, basketball, a lot of games in between there that um we got to get through, man. How do you think I, this affects us? Um, I seen, I seen a picture. I can't, I can't currently find it, but I know I seen a picture and it had various NBA players on it that had the same injury that Mitch had. And, it varied between 14 games and 29 games. So, you know, I think I don't think it's going to impact us that much because we got Nerlens. But at the same time, you can see the, the offenses. You can see where Mitch is missed on the offense, the vertical threat. Um, and on defense a little bit too, the switchability – is different from Mitch and Nerlens. Uh Nerlens can't really guard the perimeter that like that. Uh, Mitch can. Um, Mitch is probably the sole. It's probably the number one reason why we're at where we're at as far as the defense is concerned. But uh, I don't think I don't think we gotta worry. I like Nerlens, man. I'm not. I like what he's doing. Even though he got stone hands, I like what he's doing. He top ten in blocks. You know, he does his job. He talks a good game. He's finally become a good tenant. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. he's not trashing his hotel rooms no more. You know, that stuff that he was doing on Philly. So we good, man. We good. We got a solid vet. I know Ty's going to keep the boys in check. Uh, and this is – this injury got everybody talking about uh, Andre Drummond. And yeah. I know that's probably a, a segue. He was going to talk about that next. But this Mitchell Robinson injury doesn't really affect, I think, what the Knicks is trying to do because we got a similar center with the with a similar skill set. So I think we're going to be good. I think we're going to be playing 500 basketball. We're going to be straight. So how do you go about it? Do you start Nerlens Noel? Um, like, I, I, no, we didn't do the last game. This will be the first game tonight that we do it. So do you start Nerlens Noel or do you start Taj? Nah, you gotta start Nerlens. Gotta start Nerlens. Gotta start. But you start him and you don't overplay him because you don't want to. You don't want to be down two centers now. Like now it's now it's like oh man, <laughs> you, you don't want to be down both of them. So just. Play, try to play him 20 minutes a game. Tibbs, don't do the, the nonsense and play him 12 minutes straight in a quarter. I, I'm already scared for Randall. I already told you this. Like I'd be scared sometimes for Randall because Tim Randall be kicking ass. Don't get me wrong. Like that, I, I don't know if he trained with Carmelo Anthony, but he'll take a mid-range jumper that 
sideline, fade away, like mellow. I cringe. And it goes <laughs> in and I'm like. You're not the only one, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, but I'm cringing while he's taking the shot because I'm not used to seeing that. I'm yeah. used to seeing him do dumb nonsense. So shout out to Randall, man. Shout out, yeah, man. Shout out to Randall. Yeah, he, he has been training. He's been training with Melo, uh, especially the uh, that dude, the famous trainer that everybody that everybody trains with in um you know in New York here. You know they they've been training, doing those uh, little one on one moves and stuff. So Randall, the last few years, he's really been trying to perfect that. So this is like all oh, this is systematic what they're trying to do with this. But um you know I'm looking at the games. It, we, he's actually going to miss the next the last nine games of this of this um schedule because we we don't have um the second half of the schedule yet. Because, you know, they're anticipating maybe, you know, they might have to shut down the season due to COVID. But everything seems to be going well. So they haven't really announced that second season yet. So uh, Mitchell Robinson, we won't see him until they announce the new schedule. Because mm. we, we're talking about nine games. So that gets into the third week. So around the fourth week or so, that'll be like the, the first week of the, of, the, of the new schedule. So that's the next time we'll see Mitchell Robinson. All right. Hopefully, man. You know, I, I watch – I watch Anthony Davis go down. I'm watching the game. I'm like, man, I don't want to see Mitch until next season. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how bad that was, man. You know them injuries. Yeah. It, it's just Thibodeau. I, behind the scenes, I'm hoping Kenny Payne, Mike Woodson, just just tell Thibodeau, man, put down the goddamn coffee, man. Don't don't run these boys too hard today, because <laughs> yeah. I do not want Mitch to get some freakish injury. You see, you see Blake Griffin, and I know you read the reports about him. Uh, he possibly getting brought out. Um, would you be intrigued by that a little bit? Hell no, <laughs> not not even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Have you have you had a chance okay. to see him play, um, Blake Griffin? Yes, but he looks- here's the thing. Yeah. Would you play hard if you played for the Pistons? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get oh, it. Man. So go yeah. on, man. Go yeah, on. Go on, man. Yeah, but I, I the reason why I brought his name up because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just hypothetical. Um, you got Mitch, <laughs> right? Mitch is hurt right now, right? So Nerland, Ner- oh look, he he said no early. So yeah. Nerland, is out there. Um, we could Blake come here, Taj is out the rotation, so now you got Obi and Taj. Obi Taj, Derek Rose, and quickly coming off the bench. What's the what, what's the issue with that? <laughs> I said something wrong. You're putting you're putting Blake in that mix? Yeah, I, I mean shit, why not? I mean, once if once you got everybody healthy, if everybody's healthy and Blake is still here, then it's redundant. We just got too many too many bigs at that point. But but then that but, but here's the thing, though. Taj and Nellis don't necessarily got to play, right? Gotcha. So you be situa- like you know, Tips they were situational. You you get what I'm saying? So so if they could be situational, I mean, I don't know. You 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 never know. You never know. Tips will probably put in that call. You never know. So. Yeah, you- but we, we, got, we definitely got to be careful with that defense because um, these guys are all staples in the defense that we've been putting out there. And Blake Griffin is not known for playing defense. So that'll mess up the whole the whole thing there. Once you pop that plug, then they might start leaking out that out that little that little piece there. I, I, I mean, 
but I, I'm just intrigued a little bit. I mean, <laughs> if, if we win the night and we win the next game, I ain't going to hold you up. I think I, I'm on playoffs. I, there's no way you look back. There's no way you cannot look back. It's no way. If we win the night against the Hawks in the next game, it's no way. That's why I'm talking about a guy like Blake Griffin because the, the buyout market is going to be out soon, right? AD is hurt. Um, Hypothetically speaking, when you're looking at the schedule, right? Let's look at the schedule real quick. Um, and I would love for you to put it on the screen too just so people can see, see okay. the picture that um, we could probably paint. But the Knicks right now is we're 7th in the East and we third. We 13 and 15, right? We tied with Charlotte, right? So we're playing the Hawks tonight. If we beat the Hawks, now we 14 and 15. 14 and 15, and we would be fifth in the East. Um, and then and, and, and look at those next few games. All winnable games. Magic is winnable because Magic Magic is just the worst team in the NBA right now, besides uh, the Timberwolves. And I feel bad for the Magic because they got a lot of talent, and I think that they're losing because they they don't have much of their talent there. But they're gonna be a good team next season, a sneaky good team. They a low key candidate for K Cunningham, so I like what they're doing over there. But K, Cole Anthony hurt, Isaac hurt, you know. Um, what's the other dude? Damn, they just had another injury, but they got a lot of injuries, so I know we could get them. Um, Timberwolves, they could be had, right? But you know, this the Knicks, so we're, that's probably a game we'll lose, knowing that we're, we we feel too good about ourselves and we'll lose that game. But then we got the Kings, and then we got the Pistons. So these are all the winnable games. And then what's today? Monday. By Saturday. The Knicks could realistically be the full seed in the Eastern Conference. And if I'm sitting here waking up Saturday morning and we the full seed, and I'm looking at the buyout market, and I see I see anybody, I don't care who, Russell and Blake, I don't care any one of those dudes. Bring them, bring them along for the ride. Bring them, you gotta bring them along. Cause now you just want some 1999 Knicks finals run type of you. You gotta keep that energy going. You know, you know, it's funny, man. Like every podcast that we do, I've been trying to get you to to say that for the longest time. And now, 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 look at you. Look at us. Look at us. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you look at us? <laughs> that only happens when you win, though. You gotta show. <laughs> Knicks haven't shown anything in the past. I, no. I'm going to let them rock since 2017 because 2017 was the year that I felt like we started everything over. 2017, that's the year when we started everything over. Even though we blundered and we took Frank Nelikina, um, that was the year when everything was supposed to be all good. So we started the rebuild. Before that, man, I was watching guys like Andres Bagliani. What is he doing, folks? <laughs> like, you got that. Jerome James, Tony Douglas. Oh my God, Marbury! I remember Marbury sitting on the bench, eat chewing gum, 
they asking uh, 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 Larry Brown, why is he not playing? He like, I don't know. <laughs> Larry, Brown, Larry Brown was trading draft picks. You got Isaiah Thomas. I got five 20-point scorers. Like, it, the list just goes on and on. So just to see winning, I'm, I'm amazed at it. And if they could – this is the game I circled on my calendar for, like, that's the game I really want to win because that's the game that's going to tell me about my season because we playing against our Atlanta Hawks crew who a lot of people think they got a better young core than we do, and I strongly disagree with that. So, But it, they got they got a lot of talent. They got a lot of redundant talent, I want to say. But, I mean, they got Gallo. Gallo just got got um got healthy. A bunch of guys got healthy over there. But, you know, and, and they're trying to – they're so healthy that they're trying to get rid of John Thomas over there. What do you think about John Thomas? Um – I mean, John Collins. Yeah, Collins, yeah. Mr. Collins. Uh, I like Collins. He's cool. He's not better than Randall, though. And that's crazy that I'm saying that. Um, He's not better than Randall. So I'm not even looking John Collins' way. I already got Obi. I already got Taj. I'm good. But he's a good player, though. Uh, a, A team that... John Collins fit a lot of teams. But... If there was one team I think he could go to and he could flourish, I would like him on the Bucks. I would like him on Miami. I think he would be good for Miami. Yeah, I agree with Miami. I think he would be good for Phoenix, too. And I like him for San Antonio, another team. Okay. I like him for San Antonio, a couple of teams. And definitely Dallas because – Dallas, soft, soft. If I, if you, bro, I like Luca. I respect Luca. Soft. He's soft. Porzingis soft. When you seven foot three, and you don't like to post up, and this yeah. is you who've watched Patrick Ewing in his prime, you should feel very disrespected. <laughs> like, well, I'm a. I'm trying to sync something up right now, man. It's not even the fact that he don't like to post up. It's that he's uh, uh, just incapable of posting up. You know, I'm going to show a, a video right now. There, there was also one with uh, when when uh, Melo was playing defense on him. You know, and Melo, they said Melo locked him up. Then Melo still got it. The fact of the matter is, is that um, that Kristaps Porzingis, um, he has no moves. Look, look at this. Um, look at how um, Zion um, just scoops by him. Yo, that move, and, and that's that move by Zion was just so simple because. He double crossed. He double crossed. Has he do? Like real simple. Yeah, look at his. Look at on um, Chrisap's legs, though. I don't yeah. know if you can see it in the video. Check out his legs. He just. He just stranded on the island. He up. can't move. I, I forgot who was calling that play. Uh, was it Ramona Shelburne? I think. Oh, it was no. Like, look don't at disrespect. Him. Don't disrespect, man. That was that's my baby. That was um my, my girl Doris Burke. Oh, Doris Burke. Doris Burke. Yeah, Doris. That's, my, that's my future baby mama right there, man. My, my future baby mama. Go. My four. My four. Miss Doris. Oh my god! But yeah, she she was calling that play, and Porzingis' defense is just so trash, man. He just he ruined his career by asking out of the Knicks. He ruined his career, and when I I say that from a genuine standpoint of like we protected Porzingis as a fan base, like you got the the media, we protected him, even though he was always hurt. We still protected him, everybody. And then for him to just, 
you know, I'm at work. I remember the day he got traded. I'm at work, bro. And it's like five, it's like five o'clock, like five oh five. So I get a thing with my phone. And I see Porzingis has just left left Porzingis just left left a meeting with Steve Mills, Scott Perry, and he's very frustrated. So I look, I'm like, man, that ain't about nothing, man. Man, 15 minutes later, man, that man was out the door. <laughs> that man was out the door. And rightfully so. Because Knicks Media, yo. Knicks Media, they they would have ate that up. So, man, he ruined his career, man. But thank you for the draft picks, though. I appreciate it. I like seeing Luca frustrated, man. I like yeah. seeing Luca frustrated. You know, aside from the drama, all that stuff, how the Knicks got rid of him, it's just the simple fact, basketball-wise, stand, basketball wise, he can't create his own shot. He never could. You know, everybody gets hyped up when they see the stat line. He got 36 points and this, that, and the other. How did he get those points? He got those points by playing, like, you know, just uh, he's just bigger than everybody. If he gets a step, if we're playing up-tempo, he's just scoring that way. You can't really stop him when he's on the move. But if, if, if it breaks down to the point where it's a half-court thing, now he can't move laterally. So him, the fact that he can't move laterally anymore, you saw it in the video. Um, the fact that he can't move laterally, he can't get past Melo on defense. You know, old man Melo, he can't get past him. That's All you bad. do is push him out, push him out to the perimeter, and he can't do nothing. He just, he, I, he's never asked for the ball in the post. You know, yeah. you, you never in your life saw, saw Przingis do like this, you know, trying to get the ball like that. Never in your life have you seen him do that. You know, and they don't really make plays for him outside of a pick and roll or type of thing. And um, he's, he's just a, a, a three-point shooter at seven, seven foot three. Yo, so, you yo, know, we're paying him 30-something mil, too. Yo, bro, coaching. It's, it's coaching. I don't I don't think Rick Carlisle's the coach for him. That's why, that's why I say, like, he kind of ruined his career, bro. Like, you go – when you're in the East and you're an all-star, it will behoove you to try to stay in the East and not go to the West with all those goddamn dominant bigs when you would never be an all-star. So, yeah, that's all yeah. him, bro. Yeah, but Chris Stapps, we don't even put bigs on him anymore. If you watch anybody that plays defense, they always put a, a small guy on him. You know what I'm saying? So if you got to put a, a small guy on Chris Stapps on defense, and then right that that's a red flag right there. You don't need that big man because he's not a big man. You know, you <laughs> cut his legs off, you can't do anything. All he's doing is standing there like this with a guy in his chest. You know, he can't do anything. <laughs> you know? A, fa- a face-up seven-foot-three guy, that, that is a waste of life right there. Waste, bro. How much you get paid? One hundred fifty-eight million. Oof. Yo, thirty-something million a year, bro. I, I want to say he gets he gets paid damn near um what like because I mean Mitchell uh, um shout out to Julius Randle he gets paid nineteen a year. I think um this guy gets paid like like almost twenty million more, like fifteen million more than, than Julius Randle. Could you <laughs> imagine that? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, we, we would have been we would have been screwed, man. We would have been screwed big time because then we won't be able to talk shit about oh yeah, we're gonna get this guy, we're gonna get this guy. We won't be able to talk that shit because nobody will want to come to play with with a with a, with a cripple like like Chris Stapps, you know. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Big task at hand. Why bring Blake when the Knicks have Obi? Yeah, I left it up there for a reason. Go ahead. Blake or Obi is gonna run the backup center. We gonna run. We gonna play small ball, right? We got Burks, we got Derrick Rose, and we got Emmanuel Quickly. You can't tell me that's not the best bench in basketball. 
you give up a lot. You give up a lot of defense, though. We won't be. We won't be. Who we giving defense. up defense with? Who we giving up defense with? Well, if you got those two guys, then you're not. You're not gonna be playing Mitch. You're not gonna be playing Noel. You're not gonna be playing Taj. Look, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose that anchor. What's that? In in this scenario, um, um, this is because Mitch is hurt in this scenario. Not right. playing. And then when Mitch come back and he's healthy, I'm assuming you know Thibodeau. When Mitch get back healthy, he's starting. So so this is just based off assumption that Mitch is going to be starting right once he gets back, and then Blake and, and Obi still going to be able to come off the bench, get their minutes with IQ and Derrick Rose. I mean that's a fire. That's a firepower. They they say okay, I understand Blake is damaged goods. I understand it. We got big dog Randu. I'm not worried about Blake. And, and, uh, all right, all right, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Check it, though. We got Obi Toppin, though. If we got Obi Toppin, you know, if they're basically the same player, except that Obi Toppin is a little younger, right? At this, at this juncture right now, Blake Griffin and Obi Toppin are basically the same player, you know. So you know, it it, it kind of don't make no sense to go after Blake because we we. Nah, it, it don't. It, it was just like I don't know. You you never know with Tibbs, man. It don't make no sense to start out for Peyton. We start him right. So whatever, man. I'm just saying, yeah. man. The more the merrier, man. The more yeah, the merrier for me. But you know, like you, you wanted something though, because I because you're saying that like like this is the season where they're gonna start buying guys out, and we gotta be you know have something available to to try to attract somebody over. So I mean, it does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. It's just me. Like knowing Tibbs, like why wouldn't he want to get Blake and then play Blake and Obi? Well, Burks and then well, I, I, I don't understand. I, I think Tibbs would do. Tibbs is the mad mad scientist. I'm not man. I think Tibbs would do some crazy nonsense like it. I don't like it. I wouldn't love it, but I would enjoy it because I know that now I, I got I got Blake, Obi, and and Randall. I, oh, okay. I got some firepower in that front court now, and then I got situ, situational Nerlens Noel. Who could come in? He could block some shots. That now that's that's a deep bench right now. And then we crying about Randall minutes. People talking about Blake damaged goods. We don't want Randall to get hurt. We got Blake and Obi now. So now he did. Now Tim's damn sure not gonna play Randall forty minutes. And we gonna have a good offense. I think Blake will improve the offense too. I don't know. That's just me, man. That's just a buyout candidate. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, please, my man said, please don't say Blake no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, yeah, you got it, bro. I'm sorry. All right, well, you know, we, we're painting the picture here, though. But, I mean, like, say say Tom Thibodeau, you know, he 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 plays a, a tight rotation, so he's not going to go super deep playing guys like that. But, you know, like, since we're talking about, you know, that stuff, I want to mention Drummond because I, I, I did do a podcast earlier early today talking about Drummond. Yeah. And I had a couple guys on there, and they all seemed to be kind of against it until I – Opened up, opened up the you know the scenario. Then it kind of like, oh well, you know. But at the same time, we didn't get to talk about it because because um we had to break out. But um mm-hmm. you know they, they um I think I think it was um Sim. Sim was like, but yo, if Boston gets um Drummond, yo, they're gonna be unstoppable. They're gonna do that. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it was like when the Knicks get Drummond, it's like ah, 
I don't know if that really does anything for us, but but to Boston, it makes them a monster. So I mean, like, what's the what's the thing here? You know, like, what's oh, you want a New York vibe. Oh, I, I like I like this thought process from you. You awesome. We can't let them get better because we're in the same division as them. So how about we go get him before they do? I like yeah. that idea. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at it from a from a standpoint is that like like it enhances our game plan because we've been playing we're playing bully ball defense and stuff like that. Most uh-huh. of the stuff is inside. We're playing a lot of inside, not really so much three point shot. So adding Drummond will give us a give us another look where whenever Mitch can't can't create his own shot, if if it comes to a point where where Drummond got the ball and he can make a play, he can make that play. He can do a spin move inside, you know, make make layups on the inside. Something that Mitch Robinson can't do right now. So getting you know getting um, Drummond, you know, in my opinion, will 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 enhance what we're already doing, you know. And then you know, of course, it's going to demote Noel eventually when Mitchell come back. But Mitchell come, Mitchell Robinson coming off the bench to um, you know, to 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 spell Drummond. That's great. And then like you like you got no Noel to come in whenever we need to you know hard foul somebody or something like that. You know, so, so that, that's what I'm thinking. So question before we and this ties into uh, uh, Drummond as well. Do you see Obi Toppin as a small forward? Uh no man, I don't see, I don't know what I'm looking at when I see Obi Toppin, man, because I mean like every, everybody got high, got hyped up with that that alley oop play that he made. You know what I'm saying? That was nice and all that. But it's like, you know, he's ineffective unless we can get him in a situation like that. You know, it has to, it literally has to be in a pick and roll situation where he can get into space and make a play and finish, you know. So I, I feel like I feel like that's that's too um that's too much stuff like uh you know like isolated just for him to be successful. So I, I really don't see plus he's not strong, man. He was um posting up who was he post oh he was po- he was talking about it the other day. He was posting up um my man Duncan Robinson. You know, Duncan Robinson had him had him locked, you know, like 15 feet out, and, and Obi couldn't move, you know. But he still was able to score on him because he like shot the ball almost behind him. He couldn't really do nothing with him, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, you know, I, I really don't see, I don't, I really don't know what I'm looking at with Obi yet. So I mean, this is like a developing thing with him. So we, so so since we keeping him at the four, now Drummond. Now I'm looking at Drummond. Low key, Drummond would be an excellent addition. To, to the next squad. But not, I'm not trading for Drummond. You get what I'm saying? Now, if he get bought out, the Knicks need to be the first team to call his phone. That is Word a up. fact. Because yeah. if he gets bought out, and you got a, you got a, a center rotation of, of, of Mitch and Drummond, now you can say to teams, okay, we going to bully you all game. <laughs> because now you got to deal with Drummond. This dude, this dude on rebounds, man. The energy is always there. I think he averaged like one one point five plus steals, one point five plus blocks. Rebounding is crazy the past five years. Um, but you know, I read stuff like Scout saying. I, I read a tweet that a Scout said. You know, Drummond to give you 30 and 20, but have no impact on the game. I agree with stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mentioned that earlier today. Yeah, but everything got to be in context. So, uh, this is where, you know, a lot of people fail to realize, including me, like, uh, including me, like, I be coming to conclusions sometimes with no context. Like, guys like Drummond, with the right coach in the right situation, can 
be very helpful to a cha- to to championship aspirations because you can put him on a guy like like Embiid, right? You don't really want a guy like Mitch on Embiid. You you can put a guy like Jeremy on Marcus Saul. You don't really want Mitch guarding Gasol. You want Mitch guarding them athletic dudes like Jared, um, like Triple J or you know Zion. You want you want him on those type of dudes. That's the type of dudes you want Mitch on. You don't want him on those big, burly, strong, and B types. Mm-mm. Well, t- well, check it. Like yeah, I got the schedule up. I, you know, against against the Sixers, I don't think the Sixers want to see the Knicks if we got Julius Randle on one side and Drummond on the other side starting the game off. I don't think they want to see that. I, I definitely don't think that um, that Ben Simmons wants to see that when he when he's driving the lane. You know what I'm saying? I think I would start. I think against Philly, I would start Mitch. I would I would have Drummond come off the bench in that series. In a what? series like a, a series like against the Nets, like against the Nets, I would start Drummond, and I would have Mitch come off the bench. Well, why why would you flip flop? What, what's the reason for flipping flipping with um with Philly? Because I don't because I don't want I don't want um Drummond to foul out early. You know what I'm saying? So I want I want Mitch to take on the challenge first, get him out of his game a little bit. Now if Mitch get two early fouls. Now you get the big boy drumming on you, and now we're gonna wear you down. And but a team like the Nets, who got elite perimeter players, right? You don't want a young guy like Mitch out there. Like you want to protect Mitch. I think Tibbs would start drumming over Mitch in a series like that. And that's the series a lot of people are talking about. Like, if the Knicks do make the playoffs, if we see the Nets first round, that's the dream. That's the dream right there. And the, and the Mavericks, while the Mavericks give us a top five pick. Well, I look at it like this. Let's say if we're playing a team like like um, Philly, I want Drummond to, to, to face off against Embiid because I feel the opposite. I, I want Drummond to foul out um, Embiid because now Embiid has, has to guard Drummond and then while he's doing that, trying to keep him um, occupied, you got Julius Randle on the other side. So that that to me dispels like drama for for Embiid. He's gonna be trying. He, he got two guys to, to manhandle down there. You know what I'm saying? So I I want to I want to punish a dude like Embiid on both sides. You know what I'm saying? But they they I'm not I'm not worried about the white if we got if we got Mitchell Robinson coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I'm not afraid of anything that Philly does. I, I don't even understand why they're 18 and nine. Why are they 18 and nine? Who, who, else, is on, who else is on that team that, 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 that's yo, making them so good? Yo, you have no respect for their roster. I, yo, I, yo, <laughs> yo, the, the, the Knicks are the Knicks are winning right now, so I got no respect for none of these people, bro. <laughs> I got, I feel, I feel like, I feel like we could beat. Cause I mean, um, did, did we play Philly? I can't remember. No, I think Philly beat us, right? Yeah, Philly beat us, but we beat the Bucks already. We beat um Indiana. We should have beat Indiana twice. We should have beat the um 76ers when we played them. Uh, yeah. you know, Charlotte. They, I forgot I forgot we won against Charlotte or not. But I think we beat um mm-hmm. the Celtics, even though the Celtics were were on weren't healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, um Miami Heat, we took them, you know, we banged with them, you know what I'm saying? It could have went both ways. Uh, you know, the Bulls, we beat them. You know, just going on and on. I feel like any team in the NBA we could beat, man. So you know, I, like that—that's—that's that's what intrigues me about about Drummond. Is it because he kind of like fills in what we're already doing, so it just enhances us in the same way that Derrick Rose enhances the backcourt. You know, he's, he didn't really um take no minutes from nobody else. He just took uh, Rivers out, and we put him in there, and it just enhanced us. So taking Mitch out, which is not a not a demotion because he's still going to have an important role, you know, coming off the bench and stuff. But um, you know, adding Drummond to that spot, I think that would just enhance everything that we're doing. I'm up. 
listen. Knicks better not trade for no drummer. If they trade for drummer, you got to give up. Listen, I'm giving them the minimum. I'm not giving them knocks in no second round for drummer. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry, Knicks fans. Y'all be you said you said second round, though? Knocks in the second round you wouldn't do? I'm not doing that for no drummer. No, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Knocks in a second round pick, though? No, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not giving up a young 21-year-old. Wait, first of all. James Dolan spent $1.5 million on Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne is not here to just let Knox walk out that door in his third season. That is no no way, no how. That's malpractice to me. I can understand if Frank Nolakina goes because the guy who drafted Frank was fired the next day. But <laughs> Knox, no. No, 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 no. But no. You, see the, you see the rumors. The rumors that, that um, Knox is on a trade block. Fake news. <laughs> fake, news, <laughs> fake news. I need proof. Leon, Leon Rose. When the last time Leon Rose spoke? Yeah, he he kind of don't, don't need to though. Yeah, but he don't speak. But everybody got this new report about somebody being on the trade block. Well, yo, he used to be an agent, so he's the master of of that that um that um passive aggressive language. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's a master of that stuff. So he don't really need to say nothing. He already got his minions out there doing his thing. Listen, Thibodeau said four four names in preseason: Knox, Obi, RJ, IQ. The mother guys, I can't speak for the mother guys. So I'm just going off of what my coach what coach said. Yeah, so coach, I, said, I, coach said that. But I mean, now fast forward to now, where's Knox at? Where Knox is on the bench because Reggie Bullock is a vet and Re Reggie Bullock provides great defense right now. And I can understand why Knox is on the bench. And Knox is 21. It is no rush. It's no rush. <laughs> it's no rush. It's no rush. Tim's got five years. Knox could grow. When Tim's got Luol Day, Luol was 25. Come on. Come on now. Of course Tibbs is going to play all day, 39 minutes a game. He's 25. So I I got to separate, like a lot of people got to separate emotions and understand what Tibbs is doing right now. We don't see what's going on behind the scenes. I got high hopes for Knox. That 39% that from three, what I seen earlier from this season, was like, okay. And also, Knox, when he came in the last game, right, boom. Knox will be used for a much bigger trade. Who we trading for, man? Who we I hate when people say that, yeah. Who we trading for? That's what I was about to ask you. What 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 would um what would be like the um the trade that you would throw a Knox in? What 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 would have to happen in order for you to to like part ways with him? People don't like my trade that I, I would toss him in. People ain't gonna like it. You're gonna say Giannis? Too no 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 too much emotion. See with you. See, I can talk to you about it because you're not emotional. You get what I'm saying? Like, you you value the orange and blue, right? So you're not emotional about this. You know what I would trade Knox for? <clears throat> I would give up Knox, Julius Randle, and Frank Nolakina for Bradley Bill. I would give up the 2022 pick unprotected. I would give up the 2024 pick unprotected. I would give up... Dallas 2023 pick, um, Dallas 2023 pick, and I will give up the Hornets second round pick. 
And I would start that trade conversation right there. So for Bradley Bill? Yes. Yes. And but on on Bradley Bill gotta commit though before I do that trade. Like he gotta commit to um a longer term deal. So like as soon as we trade for him, we know he's resigning. That's the deal I would do. Would you like to hear my reaction to it? Go ahead. Hell no. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. Because you got to look at Bradley Bill right now. The last two seasons, they haven't been winning. He's been averaging 30-something points a game. But, I mean, mm-hmm. like, like what, have, what have they been doing the whole time he's been there? Then he's, 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 um, he's showing off. Um, he's showing his ass now since they're losing and stuff. He's out there, you know, not giving guys pounds and that type of thing. So to give all this stuff up, he just shows shows that, that he's just, like, no, no better than, say, like a Kyrie, the way Kyrie act, acted in Boston. You know what I'm saying? We we don't we kind of don't need that to bring him here, especially if you're gonna give away, you know, our, our MVP candidate in, in Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? Because we give we giving up everything that we do just to get Bill, and plus we giving up a lot. You said you, you just it's like I couldn't stop you. You was giving away. You gotta give me Bill, and you gotta give me Roy. I want Roy Hachimura. You give me Bill and Roy, I'm I, I think about it. But my the the only reason why I'm saying and they gotta give me a second round pick. You're definitely right because you're giving up a lot of a bang for your buck. But I'd but, rather keep I'd rather keep half of that stuff and let them keep Rui because I think Rui is Rui is like a trash man. But see, but see, people putting you can't tell me the Wizards right. You 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 are owner of a business right. Mm-hmm. You can't tell a shareholder. Uh, 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 your NBA team. Hey, look, man, I'm going to trade out 34 point per game scorer for two guys who don't play in the Knicks current rotation and a couple of future first round picks that we don't know where the hell these picks is going to be at. <laughs> that's that. That's where he's going. Y'all might as well sell a damn team. You might as well sell a damn team. I sound like Isaiah Thomas. Look, 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 I try to, look, I try to, I try to play the game, right, of trading for Bradley Bill. That's all I got. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to give you equal value. I feel like Knox, Frank, we don't, man, he capping. Y'all don't even like Knox and Frank, man. Y'all don't even like Knox and Frank. A lot of them, a lot of these people don't like Knox and Frank. So let's stop it. It's Randall Cool. Why the hell Washington is not asking for Randall? I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up RJ. I, that I give up my parents before I give up RJ. It, that's how, RJ is special to me. It's personal with me. That's the highest pick of my lifetime. He cannot go in no trade. No, 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 nope. Mm-mm. I trade the whole damn roster before I trade trade RJ Barrett, and I trade all them damn first round picks too. Trade them. What do you think about Trevor Reza? Everybody keeps uh, keep mentioning Trevor Trevor Reza in the chat. You can pull up. You know, yo, you know, yo, you know how many dudes will pull up to a Knicks tape run to the playoffs right now? That if we win tonight, Iru, I promise you, if we win tonight, it's gonna be that people gonna start talking that Knicks tape talk. They gonna start talking it, man. And it's gonna be it's gonna be good too. We need that type of energy, man. And it seemed like, man, I, you know what else I like about Tibbs? Low key, 
underrated. You notice that the media don't talk bad about him, right? They better not. <laughs> you know why they don't, though. Because he got them hands. He's like, try Jesus. They already know already. You better keep his name. You better keep yeah. your name, his name out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Tim's got them hands. Yeah. You, you know the movie I was watching, Speaking of Hands? I was watching on, is it Into the Dragon? When Bruce Lee was climbing the building and he finally got to the last floor with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> That's what I thought about when you said Tim's got the hands. <laughs> No, but it's, it's for real though. Tibbs, Tibbs already showed everybody that he's not afraid to step to somebody, and he ain't got no kids. You know, what I'm saying he's sixty something years old. He ain't got no kids to pass nothing down to. So he's like, "Yo, what he got to lose?" <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I can, I, I can see the vibe he's giving already. You know what I'm saying? No, no, uh, I say that because you know Tibbs and Frank Isola, for example, they known each other, each other for twenty years. He don't give us bad press no more. Um, Bondi, these dudes. Like it, it don't really be bad press no more, and I wonder if it's the if it's because Thibodeau is our coach and no, you know. I think I think that's because of me and you, because the, <laughs> the, the the backlash, the backlash of fans like me and you, that's this um saying, listen, we don't want to hear the bullshit no more. That's why you don't hear nothing from Bondi, and why you definitely don't hear nothing from Frank Isola. Frank Isola try he tries not to even talk about basketball anymore, you know, just the simple fact that that we kill we we killed them. Cause um people don't want to hear that bullshit no more. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to yeah. hear about all this the side stories and oh the Knicks can't do this. Hey, yo man, shut shut up. You know, be quiet. Nobody wants to hear that shit no more. So I think we we shut those guys down already. Cause Knicks fans already proved it, man. We got people hanging out with, with, with me in the chat. Some of these other other shows, man, they got like you know hundreds of people in the chats. Cause um they don't want to hear that bullshit. They want to hear the Knicks shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, I'm I'm all about the Knicks, man. I I do not like hearing that bullshit, man. Look, I when I first started my pod, bro, it felt like every pod that I was recording, it felt like I was trying to find excuses for bad product. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you're so passionate about what you do, and, 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 and you'll be like, you know what, man? Fuck it, man. I'm going. I'm gonna find some stats. I'm gonna find some numbers. I'm gonna make it sound good. But now we actually got good product. And I'm not used to this, y'all. I'm not used to this. You talking to me for the past few weeks. You know, I've been telling you. You haven't heard me say tank in about a week. <laughs> that's how we... <laughs> you, you're good. You're good for a good tank talk, man. No, that's you haven't heard it from me, though. Because I'm seeing progress. Like, I, I like what I'm saying. It's, it's genuine. It's fun to watch. I One more story. Cause I know we, the Hawks game is about to come on with the Knicks. I hope we cut their ass. Oh yeah, twenty five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Last season, bro, I was watching certain Knicks games with my with my girl, right? And she'll be sitting next to me, and you know we we be getting our ass kicked most of the games. She'd be like, she'd tap me on my shoulder, be like, "Baby, you all right?" And I just look at her. I won't say nothing. <laughs> I just look at the screen. And I will not talk for, for the rest of the game. But this year, I'm over there. I'm jumping up. I'm like, oh, I'm like big dog Randall. And, and it's good to see that the Knicks is finally winning, man. It's it's great, bro. It is it, it's great. I ain't it talking great. tank in a minute, man. I'm, 
Yo, last season, man, I wasn't even watching. After a certain point, I wasn't watching games anymore because it was just the same story over and over again with Fisdale coaching. I didn't start watching games again, you know, after the whole beginning of the season until until we um, fired him and got, um, you know, Mike Miller here. You know, I used to be I used to be the dude on the sleeping and whatever, reaching in the middle of the night, looking at my, my phone, checking the score. Once I see the score and confirm that they lost, okay, cool. I put my phone back and just turn around and go back to sleep. I had no emotional attachment to anything that was happening last year until we got Frank. You know? Yeah, what one, one more thing before we go. You you was mentioning um uh, Frank and Knox, man. That sounds like something that you get at a Jewish deli, man. Something you put on, on a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me get let me get some Frank and Knox on on, 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 on a bagel. <laughs> oh man, yo. that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I hope yeah, I just pray that Knox play, man. I, I really want to see him play, man. That's that's all I got, man. I, I'm tired of seeing Knox on the bench, bro. <laughs> I'm tired of watching Bullock. I think that's what it is. Like I'm just sick of it. Like, but whatever, we winning. We'll be yo. all right. Yo, they they um, there's somebody out there that was saying they can't they can't stand seeing DSJ on the bench. They want to see him play. So I mean, those guys can just turn on the uh, the sports, the you know whatever their NBA TV, and they can watch him play for Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have yeah. to see him on the bench. So yeah, that, that yeah. might we might I think in a week or so, maybe a month, we might be talking the same shit about Knox. And I think you're gonna be the first person that, that I'm gonna call. You already know that shit already. If uh, if Knox is on that block, <laughs> I mean, if he if he gets traded to the next block. Yo, if he get traded, I might need need a day. I might need a day. I might call out, and I might call out for work. I if might you take a week. Day. If you take a week, I think everybody will understand, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely will check in and make sure that you're good. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to be doing nothing harmful to yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, man. But but you're like you 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 alerted me. I, I didn't even realize the time. It's about to be um next time, man. So let's let everybody get out of here so they can get ready for the game. And um, you know, thanks for 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 coming in, man. Um, shout out um where um you know all your stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My God, dial next, bro. Anytime, bro. Let's hope we kick the Hawks' ass, man. <laughs> That's what we need to do, man. Let's hope we do that, man. But yeah. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, no doubt. Once again, you can find um, State of New York Knicks on um, all these platforms, all these audio platforms. Mm-hmm. You can also find um, Die Hard Knicks on those platforms too, man. I still got my, my solo podcast going on too, man. So check out for both of us. Make sure you subscribe and all that shit to both our channels and both of the things that we do. And um, I'll see you guys next time. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace, State. Peace, my guy. <laughs>